Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. We have the host of the Believe in Steelers podcast, Mark Bergen. Did I say that right? I think so, yeah. It's, it's Bergen, but I'll, I'll forgive Bergen. you. Oh, yeah, sorry. And former Steeler, Ike Taylor, who's going to join us very, very soon. Live via satellite. Yeah, yeah and so, look, Mark, this is a matchup of two powerhouse teams. The Bengals you know, lost a bunch of games that they should have won by a few, maybe a couple of points here and there. They could, they really should be seven, you know, zero and one or something. And the Steelers, from what I've heard, are, are, are having a good season. So you have the prime matchup of the offensive line of the Bengals, the, the rejuvenated offensive, rebuilt offensive line against the Steelers defensive line. How do you see that playing out? Fellas, first of all, thank you for having me on your show. It's an honor, and it's always fun to do the Cross Show, Believe Podcast Network shows and podcasts. So we've got an AFC North rivalry this weekend between the Bengals and the Steelers. Steelers have been a bit beat up on the offensive line. Tyson Alu-Alu has been out with an injury. Cam Hayward played last Sunday with the quad injury against the Cowboys, but this is a Steelers defense that's been a bit decimated the last two weeks by both the Cowboys and the Ravens from being able to stop the run. And so that, to me, is going to be a big key in Sunday's game. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this right off the top. There's times I like doing the show either on Mondays or Tuesdays, but Ben Roethlisberger and Vince Williams are added to the Pittsburgh Steelers COVID-19 list, and that's because they were deemed high risk after close contact with tight end Vance McDonald, who returned with a positive test for the virus on Monday. Daryl Hawkins and Jalen Samuels also added to the COVID-19 list. So this game opened as a nine and a half point favorite, Steelers favorite over the Bengals. It's now off the board. I would imagine that that line will move quite a bit. Again, you can't even wager on that with this morning's news about Ben Roethlisberger and company. So We'll see what happens there, but an AFC North matchup I cannot wait for on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the best for for old old Big Ben. Can't lie, it's going to be easier to play a game without him on our end. But uh, we hope for his uh, recovery. I will say I I can't really blame him. There was so much activity the past couple of weeks, so many rallies to attend. It is very hard to avoid the virus. And also, I mean, you think about the hit the economy is taking, really the wearing the masks and and kind of all the hysteria. I I totally understand his position with with going out there. And uh, yeah, and hopefully he is okay. So look, it sounds like maybe you saw him somewhere that you were and you guys were there together. I can imagine the scene. Well, we were just supporting our country and democracy. Pennsylvania was a big, big, important place, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, just just we want want fair and 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 orderly elections. 
elections and right. you know sometimes yeah sometimes you have to you know you have to refer to higher powers to resolve issues and i'm sure ben is on top of all of that yeah those total so, landscaping uh, places those are hotbeds you know yeah 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 four seasons landscaping that you know that your right. owns four seasons landscaping i don't even know that john I, I thought i remember him saying something yeah. like that but it, it is important to note that ben does not have COVID 19. i think there, there are 10 players total for both teams combined that are on the COVID reserve list three of them have been confirmed positive to him for the Bengals, but one of them trey waynes he's on ir so this game can still very much be played as long as the seven of them who are deemed close contact high risk test negative throughout the week yeah big ben hawkins samuels and williams must isolate for five days again they might not necessarily have covid 19 but again they were in close proximity to vance mcdonald the steelers tight end who does and so they will not be allowed at the steelers practice facility for at least five days they can participate virtually you can imagine the challenges that that entails just because again you're not physically there amongst your teammates getting ready in preparation for this game. And so that's going to be a challenge for the Steelers. Again, I look to see what that line moves to. The Steelers opened as a nine and a half point favorite. What does that move to? Is it less than a touchdown now? Is it three points? And if Mason Rudolph has to start for Big Ben, we saw how the Steelers struggle at times with Rud with Rudolph as their quarterback. So that's something I'm curious to see. The Steelers have a, a more offensive weapons than they had a season ago, no doubt. But We'll see what happens, and especially going up against a team in your division, team you see at least twice every single year. It's going to be a challenge for Pittsburgh on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, but I, I want my heart. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say one of my favorite, the twelve-year veteran cornerback superstar Ike Taylor has joined us. Yeah. Wow, yeah, this is it's an honor. Yeah, wow, this is this is very interesting. <laughs> Thank you, thank I you, love, Ike. I, thank I, you. I love it. Like. I had to I had to walk away because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> this is this is this is something new and exciting. I, I like. I Wait, like this. I thank like you, this Ike. Thing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I I I I I think it is perfectly fine to go on other shows of your rivals. I I, I know it is interesting and strange, but I I think it is important that we join hands in this time of disunity. You know, then, I agree uh, with you one hundred percent. Sizes, different creatures. We need to join hands, and this is what we about to do on this show. <laughs> different creatures. Yeah. I love it, Ike. What was like? Is there something on my shirt? Is that why Ike was laughing? Like is something like wrong no, with the broadcast? No, you're wearing your hat the wrong way. You're wearing your hat oh, the wrong way. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I I think it might be Daddy's very strange setup. It looks like. Yeah, that's, where that's, are you in the jail? Are you in prison, Daddy? Yeah, well, I okay. That's the, new, so, that's the new style. I see you got shower curtains. Matter, thank you, thank you, Ike. Ike appreciates. Yeah, it was very expensive. Yeah, it was very expensive. But I am actually in Village Island. Thank you. And uh, it, Island. we have limitations. Island. Yeah, we have limitations on how we can do the show because uh, you know the, the the president. He's been president for forty seven years. But the president of Village Island, he he's a Steelers fan actually, okay. and so he yeah he 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 will he, he has embargoed the show, and I have to do it in this. Let's just call it a basement. We just call okay. the basement. Yeah, okay. but I, I I can't I can't move around a lot. But it's okay. it's okay. Yeah. Looks kind but, of know, like jail. Looks like Daddy was in jail. Yeah, locked I, him up. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's okay. I will rehabilitate myself. Like, and you know, America loves a comeback story. And I, I I'm so happy to see that you, after being a, a stealer for 12 years, you ha are now uh, reaching out and touching the lives of so many people with your show because we are we are used to the stealers actually hurting us as Bengals. Yes. So yeah. A lot of lot of pain that you have inflicted upon us, yeah. Well, look, I want to appreciate 
for inviting me and uh, my co-host Mark Bergen on the show. Just taking the time out for y'all giving us that invite, man. It's a collab, so once again, fellas, I just want to appreciate y'all just taking the time. Sorry, I was a couple of minutes late. Um, Don't worry about actually, it. At my son's school, the first time actually being outside with them, so we got a chance to to play like a dodgeball. So that's what we was doing. So again, man, I just want to appreciate y'all for inviting us on the show. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So we were talking about the matchup and obviously, you know, the Bengals offensive line doesn't match up well against the Steelers offensive line. But you know what we do have, I mean, especially if if Roethlisberger is out, is our quarterback is really, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the AFC North. You know, that's what everybody's saying. now. It was Roethlisberger for about 15, 17 years, but it's our time now, basically, is what everybody, I'm not saying, that's what everybody's saying. Yeah, I think Mark said that when you were gone. Yeah. I like, I like Joe Burrow. I like I like Joe Burrow a lot. Just coming from the state of Louisiana, I went to Lafayette, Louisiana, down the street from LSU and Baton Rouge. And the one thing, just coming out, if you was a receiver out of LSU, it was, damn man, they got all these talented receivers, and the quarterback just can't get them the ball. So you see a lot of first, second round, third round receivers leave LSU. And you're like, man, how are these guys getting drafted? Their stats don't look good. But it was because they just had some kind of weight and it was a malfunction on the quarterback part or not even having a quarterback. So you catch a Joe Burrow and Mark and I was talking last year, Joe Burrow made every pass you can make. He made the back shoulder pass. He made the deep ball pass. He made a soft swing pass with the running back coming out the backfield. His placement as a quarterback is unbelievable. So when Joe Burrow came out, I know it was a lot of question marks, and the question marks was, well, he was at Ohio State, and why he couldn't make it at Ohio State. But some things just don't – some things aren't meant. And for Joe Burrow to be up there at Ohio State, it wasn't meant. And there was a reason why he came down to, to LSU. Not only he's a heck of a quarterback, but just from the guys being around him, you can tell he's just a heck of a teammate. Yeah. And that's what you want as a quarterback. But what Joe Burrow possesses, you can tell he's just a good soul. He's a good spirited guy. But when you want to talk about that quarterback position, Joe Burrow can make every throw. And the best throws he makes are placement throws, which is hard to do as a quarterback one let alone in the NFL, and he's doing that now. It's hope for Cincinnati. Thank I you. See, I, I, I see the hope for Cincinnati. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I want to I, I use that opportunity to make a prediction, Daddy. Yeah. Right here on the yeah. show, yeah. right in front yeah. of our friends who are Steelers fans. Yeah. And that is there's been a lot of debate about Tua and Herbert and comparing them to Burrow. I think that Burrow is going to rise up at the end of this year and the beginning of next year to be the top quarterback in the NFL. And he will remain so the greatest in the league until April 13th, Friday the 13th, 2029. That's when his ascendancy will end. Why that date, you ask me? That is because there will be a major world event on that day. An asteroid, Apophis, which 26.99 billion kilograms will strike the Earth. It will be a sad day for humanity. It will be the end of humanity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it will yeah. be a happy day for Bengals fans because we will have right. gone out on top. Well, let me yeah. back off what Ike was saying about Joe Burrow. And I'll Please. stay in the AFC North. You look at his demeanor and how he's played this season, getting his brains beat in at times because the Bengals offensive line has been suspect throughout thus far this season. But you look at the AFC North for the next 5, 10, 15 years, assuming we get past that event in 2029. If you look at AFC North, which quarterback would you want to have? 
The Browns aren't sure whether they're going to pick up Baker Mayfield's fifth-year option on his rookie deal. Big Ben's in year 17 will likely be out of the league in the next five, 10 years. You look at Lamar Jackson, who's coming off an MVP campaign, but we know the longevity of running mobile quarterbacks. He's done a pretty good job of avoiding big hits, but what his history shown us about that position in terms of a guy who's traditionally a runner. And then you look at Burrow, someone who is a traditional pocket pastor, someone who moves around well in the pocket in extending plays. So from a longevity standpoint, I really like Burrow and the Bengals if you look at how he stacks up against the other teams in the AFC North. Yeah, I mean, and, and really, you guys have a young quarterback as well. I mean, Mason Rudolph, who, I mean, this guy, you know, might not be a racist. That's how good this guy is. When you look at, you know, his, his history with the Steelers, there's so much promise. And so we're, we're very, very much, I'll put it like this. We, we really hope he is the successor to Roethlisberger in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's, it's tough. But honestly, I'll take Joe Burrow right now. And yeah, same here. Yeah, I, I would definitely take Joe. And there's no disrespect to Mace, and I love Mace, but Joe Burrow is doing a lot with a little. And what I mean by that is the shuffling of the, the offensive line. Um, he has receivers. Between T. Higgins, which is looking like it's going to be his go-to guy, Tyler Boyd quietly coming out of the University of Pittsburgh, been balling for the last two years in that slot. So he, he got young guys. They they got Joe Mixon. He's been hurt. Bernard has been balling as a backup running back. So they got a few pieces. They haven't been blown out. Cincinnati, Cincinnati this year, by far, it's been shootouts, so they've been finding a way to lose. But as far as, like, just a blowout, Joe Burrow has kept them in every game. Every game, in yeah. my opinion. Every game. But, so yeah. it's, it's just a matter of time. You only, you only have a – there's only a few franchise quarterbacks that, yeah, that, that, that you can say he's our franchise guy. And between Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow – I can honestly say, just my personal opinion, those two guys are franchise quarterbacks. You got the guy. You you hit yeah, a lot yeah, of we got him. Those two yeah, guys. thank you. You know, Ike, I, I want to I want to ask you because that is our strength, is Joe Burrow. It's not. It's, you can't say it's the offense or the passing. It's one guy. Your strength as a team is the defense. Now, really, I mean, when you look at the Bengals receivers, right? They're emerging. You have T. Higgins. You have. Tyler Boyd, who's already a star, and uh, you 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 see the the guys like Auden Tate. You get you got the, all these playmakers. Do you think they'll be able to get separation against your secondary? Because I don't imagine be running the ball very well because Joe Mixon's probably out, and you have a very a stout defensive line. So, as as a former you guy, a member of the secondary, what what do you see on that matchup? Well, it's really this game wouldn't be a matchup game. This game would be a scheme game. You know, this 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 game exactly. for Cincinnati would be a don't turn a, the ball over game. This game would be for Cincinnati would be let's see if we can hold the ball as long as we can and not have our defense out on the field any longer. This this game would be uh, let's see what the Dallas Cowboys did to at least hold the score down that long. That's the right. kind of game that Cincinnati will look at uh, trying to play the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially on defense. Offensively, Pittsburgh can run with anybody in the league. They got they got too many weapons, a lot of weapons. It just depends on how Big Ben plays that day. But from a defensive standpoint, if I'm Cincinnati, schematically, and I'm looking at 
how can we win? I'm going right back to the last game, which was that Dallas Cowboys game, and I'm seeing how they how they did things, whether it's an offensive front, whether they saw something defensive-wise front that they might have liked. But just to hold the ball that long and give yourself a chance, which Dallas did last week. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. If I'm Cincinnati, that's exactly, exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to see schematically. Well, uh, what can I do to at least keep myself in the game? Yeah, well, I want to actually go to John. We haven't heard a lot well, from Daniel. Can you yeah. can you go to me real quick? Because I'm gonna go. I gotta go. I gotta okay. log okay. off. Okay. I just yeah. want to make one prediction, which is I think yeah. that the Bengals actually are gonna win this one. Since you always ask me what will happen, right. and the reason I'll just say in in ten seconds right now. The reason is that the Bengals have nothing to lose. They're the team yeah. with nothing to lose. They're like your no offense, Trump voter. The Trump yeah. voters got nothing to lose. He's lost his right. job at the at the factory. The well, we haven't lost anything yet, the, but yeah, the but rubber yeah. nipper factory or whatever. So he yeah. goes to the post office and he starts to scream about fraudulent votes. That's us. Right. This is a fraudulent right. season. We want to do over mm. on the season, man. We okay. have nothing to lose. Right. We're gonna win. Okay, bye. Fake everybody. news. Fake news. Okay. Right, Say so, man. Nice to meet you. Love you. Right, bye. Right, yes. Yeah, so we got we only got a couple of minutes left, but John, we talked Ike talked about this schematically, and we know the Bengals coaching staff is not the most capable. Can they? Will they? I mean, just knowing what you know from them, what can they install schematically to counter the Steelers on offense or defense? Because I mean, either would be helpful. But I, I mean, I look at the Steelers' offense, and I think they have so much more potential to be like a downfield offense, but I mean, honestly, Ben has not been throwing the ball down the field that much. So there's an opportunity for the secondary to just make plays, you know, in front of the sticks and maybe potentially limit drives. But I think they have to look at the Ravens game and see it. like that is a blueprint for how the Steelers can just completely destroy Joe Burrow's confidence in the pocket and any flow that they have offensively. So they're going to have issues with protecting against the Steelers defense line, no matter if Cam Hayward or Tyson Lue are a little bit banged up. TJ Watt is still a guy that can wreck this game against whoever is at right tackle for the Bengals. That's going to be the biggest d difference in this game. If they can keep Burrow clean, a lot more clean than they did against the Ravens, I think they have a chance to make this game competitive if a lot of these guys end up playing off the COVID list. But it's going to be a lot of learning from those mistakes from week five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you mentioned the, the, the secondary, and I would say, I mean, Jesse Bates, you know, Ike Taylor, I want to know your opinion. I mean, this guy is, is going to be a star very soon. I mean, this guy, he already is. I mean, but he's going to, you know, he can pick off Ben if he's not careful a few times. So that, that's it's, something to watch out for, yeah. It's, it's number reps, reps and confidence. Yeah. You know, play, playing that, playing in that secondary, you, you got to have a short memory. Uh, a damn near, I don't care what happens. Memory. Exactly. Um, Coach, Coach T always came with that, uh, gunfighters get shot and you gotta yeah. understand man when you shooting somebody gonna shoot back at you and and, and that's meaning, and meaning that yeah. is sometimes you're gonna make your plays sometimes the receivers gonna make their plays depending on how good the quarterback is on placing that ball so exactly um you gotta understand what comes with the territory and it's big plays and you you want to eliminate as a corner you want to eliminate as many big plays as possible in your career uh bait so far yeah. has been doing bait so far has been balling He's not an unsung hero. He's just not talked about as much. But uh, reps, 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 game time, game plan, getting, getting, getting burnt a few times, or really kind of put things in perspective. Cincinnati scares me, and I think I said this last week. And, and the reason why is they they got a pretty they got a pretty good team. They got a pretty good team. If Dallas was in this if Cincinnati was in this situation, I think last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they might have would have pulled it off. All because of Joe Burrow, you know. Well, I would thank you, thank you for the the compliments. But I would say, Ike, against the Steelers, historically the Bengals underperform, and it's like we can't tackle. 
I don't know what happens, you know? Like we just we just lose our composure against the Steelers. And I don't know if with Zach Taylor, if it's a new era with Joe Burrow, because he's such a mentally tough guy, if things are going to be different. But we've had problems with that. So, uh, yeah, but we will see. I mean, John, what do you see? I mean, what have you seen from this team to to say that maybe... I, I, look, I don't like blaming Marvin Lewis. I don't I don't like saying he was the problem. It's a franchise problem. But, but what have you seen from the Bengals to suggest that maybe this time they won't get discombobulated by the Steelers? It may not be anything that we've seen, but I want to credit uh, Zim Fude, who also has a podcast, Cincy Jungle, for saying that like a lot of the Bengals roster, like they haven't really been around for as long past until like the Marvin Lewis era when it was just always the Steelers dominating. I think for the most part, the roster is com- compiled of guys who are more or less fresh blood and aren't really interested in like the whole history of, of this rivalry in terms of the Steelers being the, the top guys. So I think there's a difference in mentality where you might not have that lull that we usually see, but at the same time, the Steelers are still the big brothers in this rivalry or in this matchup and they're still the yeah. better team they have to take that yeah. confidence and actually put it to use abusive big brother yeah exactly you know one of those big brothers where when you when you finally reach maturity you never want to see again right okay well mark any final thoughts i'm sorry you haven't really gotten to chime in very, but any final thoughts before we close the show no i would expect the steelers to win this one at home at heinz field but i'm still looking at okay the four steelers players that are on the covid 19 list do they play don't they play how does that impact this game and when the line opened up at nine and a half even though i like the steelers to win i like the bengals to cover that nine and a half i'm curious to see what that number goes down to whether big ben plays i could probably tell you more about the schematics of vince williams on the defense He's been a huge integral part of this defense. One of the league leaders in tackles for a loss and has played extremely well, especially without Devin Bush, another inside linebacker who is now out for the season. So I would expect the Steelers to win a close one. Again, I like the Bengals to cover, but I want to see what that line is and what it moves to depending on the the Steelers players that are on the COVID-19 list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this COVID thing has, you know, so many people... We're just cruising to success and it's just it's just ruined everything. You know, I just I mean so many you look at I mean look at the look at this country, you know, the, the economy, everything was just so, you know, so great and all of a sudden this COVID. It's almost like it was, you know, I don't know. It was almost like it was a plan. You, who knows? Who knows? But look, that is all we have for this show. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Believe in the Steelers with Ike Taylor and Mark Bergen. And also to subscribe to our show and leave a five-star review. Please don't be cheap. And uh, yeah, so we will see what happens. I mean, you know, I, I, I predict the Bengals, uh, you know, a, a victory. I think maybe. I, I think Joe Burrow has a, a, is an okay game. Maybe like nine or ten touchdowns, maybe. And uh, and we, we score about 60, 70 points. But uh, we will see. We will see what happens. Okay, that is all we have for this show. Thank you to Mark and to Ike and to John Sheeran and Dr. Hoji Lekoksmoji. We will see you next time. So long. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.